You're listening to Make and Multiply, a podcast devoted to equipping the members of Emmaus Road Church to make and multiply disciples of Jesus Christ in the city of Sioux Falls. The people of Emmaus Road are committed to regular rhythms of gathering and scattering. We gather corporately in worship on Sunday mornings. We gather in missional communities and discipleship huddles, and we scatter throughout our city where we want to give every resident of Sioux Falls repeated opportunities to hear and respond to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Welcome everybody to another episode of Make and Multiply. My name is Matt Grun, and I have the joy of serving as one of the pastors at Emmaus Road Church, and I'm joined this afternoon with my dear friend Ryan Chase, senior pastor at Emmaus Road, and also special guest, the Jordan Strand, who is just the best. Jordan is responsible at our church for, he serves in, man, what all do you do? You serve in G2, is helping lead huddles there. You're a a, a PC grad with me. Mm. It's a high That's honor right. that Ryan does not have. That's right. Mm. <laughs> and for our purposes today, you are kind of the go-to spearheading, leading our bridge course. So the purpose of the podcast today is we wanted to kind of talk a little bit with you together as well as kind of what is the bridge course, what is its purpose, why do we do it here at Emmaus, uh, how should we do it, and then just talk about more general ways that we can think evangelistically. God calls us to hmm. keep the lost on our mind, that um, how will they know unless we go tell them, Romans 10. So how, we want to be those type of people, and especially here at Emmaus. Uh, so with that, Jordan, Ryan, and Ryan, you can speak to this too. Actually, Ryan, let's, let's just start with you. Sure. Okay, What is the bridge course? And then you know, why we, we, this is about our second year doing it. I don't know how many, t- our third or fourth cycle through. Yeah, Talk a little bit Help the church understand why this. What what is it? Why should we do it here? Yeah, the bridge course is a ten week introduction to the Christian faith. Uh, the structure of it each week revolves around a different question. So that's kind of the draw as each week explores kind of the big questions of life, things that everybody wrestles with at some point. Um, in relation to the existence of God, the reliability of the Bible, how can a good God allow suffering? Uh, can we really take the Bible literally? Mm. Why doesn't God just forgive everyone? Is Jesus really the only way? You know, those are kind of objections or doubts that people might have. Uh, but by exploring those, it's an opportunity ultimately to present the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Matt, you and I were just talking recently about how oftentimes the questions and objections that people have. Um, are they can be a you know a, a substitute or, or an excuse or a, a mask for deeper spiritual issues. Right. Um, but that's the draw of the course, really, and it's just meant to introduce people to Jesus Christ mm. and to the gospel mm. um, in a context where they can experience the body of Christ functioning generously as well. Um, mm. So it's it's not just a a class come and sit in the back of a room and take some notes and learn some stuff in your head. Um, but the bridge course is meant to be in community. So you are sharing a meal. Um, it's an opportunity for us as a church to show hospitality to people who are most likely unchurched, or if they have a church background, maybe haven't been attending church for a while or have been mm-hmm. um, disillusioned for whatever reason and have some questions and doubts. And so they're exploring things. Mm. Um, so it's really meant to be a way for us to reach out to people, um, wherever they're at, whatever their background is to share the gospel. Um, so that's the aim of it. It's, it's evangelistic and 
I think it's helpful to have something like this as an evangelism tool because while we stress building relationships, getting to know people, sharing the gospel in conversation, oftentimes you run into a, a point, okay, I've befriended this neighbor, uh, I've brought up spiritual things in conversation, I've kind of shared the gospel once, now mm-hmm. what? How, where do I go from there? How mm-hmm. do I do that again? The great thing about the bridge course over 10 weeks is it's extended time to explore from different angles, different avenues. Um, so through repetition, and oftentimes people have to hear the gospel multiple mm-hmm. times before things yeah. click. Um, so it's we talk about this when we talk about our vision of giving every resident of Sioux Falls repeated opportunities to hear the gospel and to respond to the gospel. And uh, that's what happens in the bridge course. Low pressure. I mean, no pressure at all, really. Um, there's opportunity for discussion after a 30-minute talk that mm. explores one of those questions. And in that discussion, it's really open-ended to just let people share, what did you think? What did you like? What did you get out of that? What did you wonder? What did you not like? Yeah. Uh, but, but nobody's going to call on you or put you on the spot, which is important because for a lot of people who are coming in maybe not knowing much about the Bible at all, they don't want to be put on the spot in like a, a setting where they're expected to know the answer and afraid that they're going to look dumb. Uh, so we just want people to have an opportunity to hear and consider and think and then discuss and react as they desire. Mm. Um, so mm-hmm. that's kind of an overview of yeah. what the bridge is. Yeah. And, you know, speaking to kind of the broader context for our church, we, um, you know, past in the past year have kind of switched from how kind of our more standard missional evangelistic philosophy with it at our church was, was much more organic, much more relational, set within the context of what we called missional communities. So wanting to invite wanting to do gospel community, but on mission and, and seeking to invite in all the rhythms of life, other people, either uh, unchurched, unbelievers in. And, and our switch from missional community to gospel communities isn't so much to say, don't do that. No, absolutely. No, we want our we want that to be happening all the time. But we're trying now to, in a sense, sharpen our, our focus. And by offering something like the bridge, uh, it is this type of, it is much more focused. It's not just, hey, come have a meal and hang out. It's have a meal and let's let's actually give space for these type of questions to arise. Mm-hmm. But as you say, you know, I, I've witnessed this class a couple times and it is it is very low pressure. I know our, our, our mutual friend, Jim Donahue, who's kind of the one out of Covenant Fellowship who, who kind of spearheaded the, the creation of the bridge course, he, he is very emphatic that, you know, be careful who's leading these things because there's always a tendency and within the church to just start teaching, mm-hmm. to just start correcting. And when people come in with all their weird ideas about what church is and mm-hmm. the weird answers to why does God allow suffering or whatever, to immediately step in and say, no, 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 that's not true. Here's what the Bible says. Well, it kind of defeats the purpose of what gets to the heart of, for what I understand the bridge course to be, is to not necessarily to be an intellectual, satisfying class, but rather an opportunity to interact, to, to get to those touch points. You know, when I'm talking to an unbeliever, I think in the rare times I am, you know, in the back of your mind, you're trying to navigate to where the soul is, in, is where you're trying to get to the deep questions. Mm-hmm. What's nice about the bridge is it's a low pressure, but yet it cuts right down into mm-hmm. by asking, just asking that question, why does God allow suffering? That's going to get some reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a low pressure not necessarily committed to correcting people's theologies, but just interacting with mm-hmm. believers or unbelievers in that way to then begin to 
pray with them and discuss things and consider things together. Um, that to me seems like that. Well, that, that that's worth trying. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So Jordan, you, you've, you've led this now. Is this your second time going to be your second time? Yeah, second time. Okay. So what are some, you know, you read at a couple of weeks ago at an announcement of a testimony from somebody who'd been to the bridge course, which was mm-hmm. so encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, what other stories? What other? What have you witnessed just in the one time you've led through? Yeah, um, yeah. So a lot of people coming from all various walks of life, various spiritual backgrounds. Some having some prior church experience, kind of know some things about the Bible, and mm-hmm. other people that you're just like, where are we? They they feel <laughs> it very lost and worried, uh, anxious. How's this all supposed to look? And um, so yeah, so so just. That's one thing, just being mindful that everybody's coming in different stage in their walk with and in spiritual journey wherever they're at, and um, yeah, so so it's just interesting. Then when you hear responses, there's all kinds of perspectives from various some Catholic background or Lutheran background or, or just totally non-Christian or secular background, and and so um, yeah, and so there's always like you said that temptation to want to jump in and try to correct things. But it's interesting how just the dynamic in the group, people get more comfortable to share and kind of share different perspectives, and, and um, which is yeah, super encouraging to hear and see um, through over the course of the 10 weeks where conversation will go, how it began kind of light or people are timid or cautious. Uh, but over the course of time, as trust builds and mm-hmm. these people get to know one another more deeply there, um, more inclined to just share where they're at, which was really cool to see this last course. Just by the end, it was like these people were friends. Mm. These people were like bouncing off each other as they were talking about and wrestling with these ideas, mm-hmm. uh, which was, yeah, remarkable. And by the end, it was like, I was just so encouraged. Like everybody in the group wanted to keep meeting. They're like, so what do we do next? Like, <laughs> is there a bridge course too? Mm-hmm. And uh, so that, that was encouraging to see. And mm-hmm. yeah, a couple of individuals, like the one I had read their story, um, yeah, just still wrestling with things, and I'm just praying that God, all the seeds planted this last course will continue to be watered and uh, grown to to produce all kinds of fruit. And we're excited mm-hmm. to see what mm-hmm. God's going to do with all that. But excellent. Well, yeah. so so that's the bridge course. That that's what it is, and kind of the purpose of it and how it functions. Um, but you know, I think for for the for the people of Emmaus Road Church, we're all asking that question like, okay. Who do I know that would benefit from something like mm-hmm. the bridge course? And you know, the, the course is only able to function if, if there's people who attend it, right? Yep. And, and it really is comes down to now us, the church, to invite, mm-hmm. to, to send out the invitation, to see who responds. And um, so, Jordan, maybe help us think through, because yep. you're just a uniquely, how do I say it, Ryan? Uniquely... Gifted, gifted. Okay, that's uh, that's the word I was trying to fruitful. find. Fruitful, fruitful. You, you just people will gravitate towards you, and you invite people to things. And uh, tell uh, t- tell us a little bit about your experience in Louisville at the PC, um, and just what just what you and Abigail were doing in your mm-hmm. apartment complex. Totally. Which, by the way, I can speak to this. The PC is a a grind as far as the pastors' colleges grind enough. <laughs> you're you're busy enough reading gazillions of pages and studying Greek and studying and writing and studying and writing. Um, but in the spare time, what, what were you and Abigail doing in your apartment? Yeah, no, it, that's, uh, it's funny how the Lord works things out. The, in coming to the PC, I'm like, oh, this would be a good year to just to like 
pull back and have some time for focused study and mm-hmm. just uh, yeah more isolated time of time in the word and, and exploring these ideas and writing and reading and uh, within like a couple weeks God just began opening doors in our apartment complex relationally with people who didn't have much for a church background just um, and uh, yeah so in our apartment complex it was just like God was just like hey I <laughs> This is not how this year is going to go. I'm going to give you all kinds of opportunities to talk with these neighbors. And um, so, yeah, I, I would just say, yeah, God was so gracious to open up doors and opportunities with these neighbors. Our, our apartment complex was uniquely designed where, um, yeah, it was just great, whether it was a gym or just like a, um, hangouts, people across the hall. It was fun to invite people over to our apartments. And uh, over the course of a couple months, we built relationships with these people just through playing games, sharing meals, where it was just like, we want to go deeper with these people. Um, maybe we should, you know, explore starting an evangelistic Bible study. And so that's kind of what we ended up doing was just inviting people from our apartment complex. And it began to grow over the course of our time. There were more and more people were interested, more and more people had relationships with people in the group. And uh, like people I wasn't even inviting were starting to come, which was really cool to see mm. the kind of chain reaction and um, yeah, so we had over like twelve to fifteen different people in our apartment complex, into our <laughs> into our home, studying the the Gospel of Mark together, and um, there's still actually a group meeting. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. Here, like seven months later, which is pretty cool. Wow. So that's a great. I mean, right there is a great example, and kind of in a in a in a micro scale, kind of what we desire is like. First, just think relationally. Who, who are you already in relationship with mm-hmm. um, that doesn't know Jesus? That or is disillusioned with the church or whatever, who is already in your sphere of influence, whether in uh, a family member or a neighbor or a, co- a co-worker or whoever it might be that you're already in relationship with. It sounds like that's how that whole thing started. Yeah. We were just hanging yep. out, just mm-hmm. hand, ended up working. But then hearing, having conversations that you hear people's stories and hear kind of where you start to discern where they need the gospel and in what way. And then uh, you said this a couple uh, the other week when you gave your that testimony, like it's just so helpful to have something to invite people to. Yeah, and I think that's what the real secret mm-hmm. of the bridge is: is just something to like a call, like just it's a good. very simple. Hey, would you consider? Would you ever consider going to something like this that my church is putting on? Um, and I've just heard from stories from from other people, just like when I just ask. It's, I'm shocked how many people say yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think right. I would say part of my always my hesitation is they'd never. Do. They're going to they, say no. They're going to say no, and I don't want to be rejected. Right, <laughs> and so how often do we not ask yeah. out of faith because we doubt that God will actually do anything? Uh, Ryan, are you going to say something? Yeah. Well, I think just Jordan, hearing you talk like that, you're humble to give God credit and say, you know, essentially God gave you these opportunities, but at the same time. Um, it's clear you took those opportunities mm-hmm. and you took the initiative. It's not like it'd be possible to live in a place and just keep your head down and not make any relational connections. It'd be possible to make the relational connections and then not ever invite people over mm-hmm. to have a Bible study. I mean, a lot of us would just stop there like, all right, well, I met these people. I know their names. Maybe we had a barbecue. But then your intentionality to be like, hey, you guys want to do a Bible study? Yeah. <laughs> Most people will be like, well, yeah. of course they don't. They're not Christians. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I think your example is encouraging, motivating, and a, a helpful reminder that people who don't yet know Jesus as their Savior, um, 
they're human beings with mm, souls, yep. and so they have spiritual problems already. They already have the question. <laughs> they have the need. Mm-hmm. They have guilt and sin and bitterness and hurt and confusion and darkness and all of that. And here's somebody saying, hey, I, I know where the truth is. I know where mm-hmm. the answers are. I know who the Savior is. Um, that, that's powerful. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I suppose as we anticipate coming up, Jordan, maybe just help us. What are some tangible ways that, that we could be praying about, praying mm-hmm. for, praying towards, under, and also taking steps to inviting people to the bridge course? Yeah. Um, well, well, just one thing as I'm thinking about this is the, the bridge course is uniquely uh, a, a corporate witness event that, or, that we do, mm. which is unique to, to a lot of things that I've done before in like this Bible study in my apartment or trying to just one-on-one evangelism with friends or coworkers. And so what's really, I think, that I want to drive or press on people is that this is just a unique and exciting opportunity for our church to get to together, love on non-believers and uh, care about our community in a way that, you know, that people are being brought in, sharing meals together, exploring these kinds of questions. And, um, because it's a corporate event, like the effectiveness of this course, the quality of this course is, is dependent on people's faithfulness to be praying and mm-hmm. reaching out. Mm-hmm. If only That's one awesome. or two people are engaged in trying to get excited about the bridge course, it, it's not going to go very well, right? <laughs> you know, it, or be near as fruitful right. as it could be. But to think that there's, you know, 300 plus people at Emmaus Road Church worshiping the Lord together, enjoying the fellowship of Christian community. And each of those individuals has their own own sphere of influence and the unique uh, ground that God has given them to, to work and to be um, positioned in. And uh, just, it's, it's so exciting to think, like, I don't know so many of the people that people in our church know, you know, <laughs> so just all the number of people that could be invited and brought in that I have no idea who they are. But because God has uniquely positioned each of the people in our church in their unique season and unique sphere, um, God, yeah, there, there can just be a, a like a shockwave across this mm-hmm. city of the, the number of people that could be reached. And then, you know, with each then progression in the bridge course, as people do come, then they have their own spheres or their own people mm-hmm. that are um, they're uniquely connected to that they could invite and, you know, and, and the exciting thing is just how, how will God continue to extend this, not for the sake of the bridge course, but for the sake of just the gospel going forth right. and lives being changed. And so I think that picture is just a compelling one to encourage and motivate people. It's like your prayer, your intentional thought toward who is it that I could be engaging with hmm will have a profound influence and impact on this next course and potential courses down the road mm-hmm. and the sort of chain reaction that uh, you know that gospel ministry has, that God has designed this multiplication of disciples who make disciples that continue to make disciples. And mm-hmm. um, so I, I just want to encourage people with that image and that view of like, who you're inviting now, who knows how God's going to use that down the road. And this prayer for this... Bridge course, even if you don't know a name yet, it, it it's not wasted. Mm-hmm. Everything God is working to build His kingdom and strengthen His church, and um, so I just want to encourage people just the, a little bit of mindfulness, a little bit of intentionality. It's just remarkable to to see what God might do with mm-hmm. that. And um, so yeah, I didn't get into much specifics, but that's no, that, kind that's of the motivation. A helpful, that's a helpful practical mm-hmm. first step to just prayerfully 
think uh, who's one person yeah. I could invite. Exactly. Ask yeah. the Lord to bring somebody to your mind, and probably a name comes pretty quickly. Yeah. And probably along with that name, I'm just speaking personally, <laughs> comes some fear. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> oh man, actually, I don't mm-hmm. want to <laughs> ask yeah. that that coworker or that neighbor or that friend from the gym because yeah, again, exactly. what are they going to think of me? <laughs> and mm-hmm. and so then the next the the rest of your prayer can be asking God for courage, mm-hmm. um, to trust him and to not fear man, um, love for that person to care enough about their soul that to, to know mm-hmm. they need Jesus. Um, and I don't want to be so afraid of what they think of me that I'm <clears throat> not giving them the opportunity to hear the gospel. Mm. Right. Yeah. And that, we all, we know the, the power of exponential growth, right? We're, what we're not asking is that you know, a handful, what you were just describing, what would not be very productive if just a handful of people just tried really hard to ask 20 people, like it all fell mm-hmm. down to, you know, yep. but if all of us at Emmaus Road Church, all who are involved in gospel communities and, and members of the church, if, if we were just actively praying together individually with our spouses, you know, corporately, who, who is one person that I know that I could invite? Mm-hmm. If we did that, and like you said, Ryan, I think just just doing that process and just seeking the Lord briefly, there's likely names that come to mind. Yeah, coupled with all the tension surrounded it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but if we were, and if God were so pleased to to work, think think of think of how many people could at least, like you said, everybody in this town, everybody on this earth is wrestling with these questions. They have answers, whether mm-hmm. they know it or not, to the answers mm-hmm. of these questions, and. And just to have a time to be confronted with that reality is a is a sweet opportunity and one that we don't want to waste. It, it is a call, and we are not just called to be to to be within our own community, just huddled up and and mm-hmm. and preach the word. But there are more sheep in this town for that yep. God wants to add to His mm-hmm. fold, and so that's why we do the bridge course. That's why we're so grateful to God for people like you, Jordan, who who can. Uh, who God just seems to uniquely bless and gift in the area of evangelism. And while that not being just down to your constitution, your personality, but uh, a spiritual gift a, a, that you are dependent, I know you are dependent on Christ and his spirit to work. And yet may that be true of all of us. Mm-hmm. May, may we seek and ask God to produce that fruit within us, no matter what, that we cannot just use the excuse, well, that's just, I'm just not that bubbly of a person. I'm just not <laughs> that brave of a person to go out and ask everybody about Jesus, but, and yet God has called us to, to bring that good news to all people. And so may we, may this, may the bridge continue to be a function of how Emmaus Road seeks to make and multiply disciples mm-hmm. in Sioux Falls, that where we want every residence in Sioux Falls to have continuous and multiple and <laughs> never ending opportunities to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ and then to respond. Mm-hmm. And then to, to, to see what God would do, to see wh- whose heart he would make alive and who he would call back to himself. So, yeah, yeah we're praying for this course, praying for you, Jordan. Yeah, and you can direct people to register at our website, EmmausRoadSF.com slash bridge. You can get more information there, and there's a link to to register. And that the, the plan is for the spring one to run on Saturday mornings mm. from 9 to 11, so it'll be over breakfast um, starting coffee. Saturday, March 9. Yeah. Excellent. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jordan. Good to yeah, have you, buddy. Thank you, guys. Till next time. 
Thanks for listening to Make and Multiply. If you have questions about anything related to discipleship huddles or missional communities or gospel fluency, you can reach out to your missional community leader. And if you're not yet plugged into gospel community at Emmaus Road, visit us online at EmmausRoadSF.com.